Great tune, dude. You got me with these oldies going. Tommy James and the Shondells. Who that is? Oh man, they the Shondells. Yeah. Great name. <laughs> they have some jams that you would absolutely recognize. Uh, you definitely know what they are, and you've heard them before. But you would you'd be hard pressed to say, "Oh, that's that's my favorite Tommy James and the Shondells jam right there." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, if I like walked by a, like a, you know, like a theater downtown and it was like Tommy James and the Shondells, like who the fuck is going to see that, like, that? you know? <laughs> but I guarantee you, you go to that show, it is like the greatest show ever. Well, they're oh, probably, yeah. they're dead now. I'm Well, uh, I'm sure half of them at least are boosted, yeah. so they're definitely dead yeah. given how uh, 2022 <laughs> oh is shaking God, out so dude. far. Dude! Literally it, every day Can we talk dead. about this now? Oh, yeah, can dude, we, we got... Can we, can we talk about how many people are fucking dying? Every, Everybody, dude. Every day. You every don't... day it's somebody dying. And the ages, it's like 35-year-old fucking athlete. Yeah. Or or 78-year-old actor. It's, dude, seriously. Or uh, a comedian in their 60s, right? That's kind of like, that's the range. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude, this is getting kind of, it's getting noticeable is what I'm saying. I was telling Emma about eight months ago, I said, uh, be careful driving uh, in the near future. We're going to have boosted folk just creaming off the road, right? (laughs) They're having having strokes. (laughs) Having strokes in the middle of the drive. Dude, today, today on the way home, three accidents northbound on my route home that I had to uh, go around. And southbound on the other side, there were two accidents never yeah, seen that stroking out. they're stroking out man yesterday yeah. we were uh, cruising down my favorite wealthy express lane you know the, my the one that i love to take and look at all yeah. the poor people uh and oh, so yeah, laugh at them. i laugh at them yes i do it's true <laughs> and uh i um we're cruising down and we see this car it looks like a cop car from the way it's positioned right it's like uh perpendicular to traffic essentially and um no no it's just a car that somehow just went directly sideways into the wall it just turned into the wall (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, yeah that happens definitely a stroke out victim would be my guess you know i'm no (laughs) no doctor but uh and i'm no pete buddha judge i don't know much about transportation don't get me wrong yeah, Frank, if you've been on the highway, you know more than Pete. That's all. That's <laughs> that's right. if, you, if you merged onto a highway, you know more than Pete. I can <laughs> guarantee right. you that. That guy doesn't know shit about transportation. Oh, I just heard it. They, You know they offered him some position? Really? I forgot what it was. Uh, it was when everybody was dropping out for Joe, right? They were right. like offering deals and everything. This is back he during the off- uh, primaries? During the primaries, right. yeah. He was offered some position where he just would have been like a nobody or whatever. His team, remember that chick you played? Yes, that uh, billionaire chick, Liss. She was one of them, I guess. His team was like, "No, it's not good enough." They demanded he get this transportation. They swore it was a spot you could just go. Sit there, relax. Yeah, it, yes, nobody would, exactly. nobody would know. Nobody would know who you are, what you did. But then, in four years, you could put it up on your resume. When <laughs> of you course, run for president, yes. Right? Oh, definitely, dude. Little did they know that, like, 
you know, a couple months after you took over, there'd be this backlog of ships, and Pete to Judge would be breastfeeding his kid. Or... <laughs> <laughs> he, would, he would be the most known and biggest failed <laughs> transportation secretary. <laughs> like, nobody knows any other transport. Who is Trump's? No idea. I couldn't no, even. <laughs> you know why? I couldn't even venture did... a guess. Frank, you know why you don't know? Couldn't even guess his first name. You know why? Because <laughs> he did his fucking job every goddamn day, so you never heard about him. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know what I kind of got to realize about the Trump administration? What's that? You don't remember anybody that was in it. You don't know anybody that was Rex, there. Rex Tillerson. Right? Tillerman. Tillerson. He's the only the guy only I remember. Reason, the only guy reason you remember him is because they made such a big deal about how he was the Exxon Mobil guy coming in, right? I think the, than, the only reason anyone remembers him is because he was quoted as calling Trump, quote, uh, a fucking moron, I think was what he well, said. Wasn't that him? I can't really remember. On, I don't know. Yeah, See, that's the point. See, You're I mean, right. Nobody you, can remember. You know why? Your point you know right why? <laughs> yeah, you know why? All these people just went out there and th they did their job every day. And Trump just s sat there and took the heat. He loved the media heat. Yeah, he did. So he just sat there and took it. The problem is, all you guys took these cabinet positions. You didn't know what you were doing, but it, yeah, it doesn't matter. Well, yeah, well, now Joe Biden's hiding in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And so now the heat's on you, Pete. <laughs> yeah, and Pete knows a little something about hiding in those closets. Let me throw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, if anything, that's like, I wish he would hide a little more. Yeah, maybe closet. get back you know in that closet, I mean? Pete. <laughs> get, get back in the closet, dude. You're killing us. Take a, take a note from Biden, man. <laughs> take that fucking dog dude with you. I don't know. <laughs> you guys have gone so low that like Rachel Levine isn't even my biggest problem. That's what you. kills me. We, we <laughs> never even talk about the dog leather guy who's in charge of our nuclear energy, man. Who's who's going to meet with like foreign ambassadors? Yeah, literally. Representing you. He's representing you, America. <laughs> He's representing you and me. <laughs> And he's wearing lipstick and a red dress with a fucking mustache and a bald hat. Dude, what, what are we doing? Well, Mike, don't you fret. Don't you worry. Um, Joe's out, maybe down and out permanently. We never know. But we always got the best waiting in the wings. <laughs> uh, good afternoon. I want to welcome these leaders for coming in to have this very important discussion. Um, about some of the most pressing issues of our time. Um, I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman. She's <laughs> a woman. And, um... So I, <laughs> she's wearing a blue suit. And I'm wearing a blue suit. I think she was reading her notes like uh, Biden did with the teleprompter a few Dude. weeks ago. <laughs> I think that's what's happening here. They're not, like, differentiating between the uh, talking points and the speech directions. <laughs> no, no. That was the note card she was supposed to read to herself before she went out there. Oh, that's right. Speech. You are a woman. <laughs> you are wearing a blue suit. You are powerful. <laughs> <laughs> My pronouns are she, her. Your pronouns are she and her. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she's... She forgot to turn that one over after she hyped herself. Great up. call. Yes, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. So I, I actually... Don't I don't know what happened there, but all I know is she said we need to talk about the most pressing issues and then followed with my pronouns are she This and is her. true. And Mike, I actually have a little more to this clip. I had to combo two things floating around Twitter today. This was floating. And then um, we have another uh, example of Kamala's 
brilliant speech writing team. <laughs> and the act of the United States Supreme Court to take away a constitutional right that had been recognized by the people of America will impact a lot of people and differently in some situations. And we need to be responsive She's nervous. to these issues and also lift up the voices of all people who will be impacted in the way that they will be impacted. So that's why we are convened today. And um, I will add a couple of points in terms of the direct impact that we anticipate there will be from the Dobbs decision. And Oh, what is with it. her in finding the impact? Like, what is with her in finding these <laughs> words that she like just can't get out of? Um, yeah. So she she picks one word to crutch or lean on, and uh, she just won't stop leaving it. I feel like it's um something a lot of uh, speakers do. Like, uh, so Obama is a famous guy for it. Like, uh, yes, we can. And then we're going to go up and do this. Uh, yes, we can. And then uh, tomorrow we're going to go there. And uh, uh, yes, we can. So, uh, right? Yeah, so, and yeah, he repeats yeah. the same thing. And then everyone's like, yes, we can. Yes, we can. Yeah. And then, you know, it becomes kind of like this. Um, it's, I think it's very kind of uh, church-esque or, you know what it I mean? Is. Preacher-like. I was thinking that, like preacher. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And so she's doing an absolute miserable job of attempting <laughs> it. <laughs> yes, it has to be. Well, because number one, Kamala's never been to church. She's never heard yeah, a live right. pastor speak in front of her for real. No, I think she would... They, those things, they like set on fire when they walk into a church, right? <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> People forget that Kamala Harris isn't African-American. She's Indian and Jamaican. Frank, it is racist to distinguish black people. You're not supposed to put them all into one category. I'm pretty sure her parents are immigrants. Okay, all I know is she's, <laughs> she's part of the BIPOC group, Frank, and I don't want to be called racist. So she's That's, fine. That's fine. She, but she's, a, she's a person of color. My point is, <laughs> even Obama, who's half black, is way better at faking the preacher jive talk oh, than yeah. uh, Kamala is. She has no chance. She just doesn't have it in her blood. Did you see the video of her dancing the other day? It, it reminded no. me of uh, George Bush dancing with those African fellas. Do you remember that? I remember. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody George, remembers that. George Bush was a man of very few skills. One of them was not dancing. <laughs> George Bush dancing, one of the funniest things I've ever seen. You know what it did show is how like personable he was, though. He was really good at making an ass of himself and being okay yes. with it. Laughing about it. You know, being humble is a very important trait in life. That's something they don't really teach a lot of Especially kids. Especially when young. you're the leader. Yeah, when you're the leader of the free world, it's a very good. Absolutely. And <laughs> you know what, Mike? How do you be humble if you're a victim? Oh, Frank. Yeah, let that Jeez. simmer, folks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn, like a thick steak, baby. Woo! Oh, right through the heart. Yeah, that's yeah, how can, that's can. why she's a horrible leader. I can't, I can't follow a victim. Right. 
In Kamala, she plays the victim card. Pretty much all of Joe Biden's administration is a victim. Every single one of them. All of them. <laughs> are a victim of some sort of oppression. They can't lead me anywhere except into a, no, a you, closet, like you said earlier. You getting the job was literally like sold to the people as righting a wrong. Exactly. <laughs> you know? You're in your position because of your victimhood. Because of the victimization. Yes. Not because and of... Not even, <laughs> no, not even the victimization of you. Your ancestors. Oh, yours weren't here? Well, the, the people that were here that looked like your ancestors that looked at like the time you. that your ancestors <laughs> lived. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, those people. Which, <clears throat> ixo faxo, Mike, come on, as Italians and Poles, we should get some action on this victimhood compensation, it, man. Dude, Poles were the, the, the word slave comes from the Slavs. Slavs, man. dude. <laughs> <laughs> Our ancestors we're, we're, were the OGs, the OGs baby. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> they, they just, like, <laughs> like, you're like, oh my God, they sold our people into slavery. Dude, they took one look at us and they're like, well, this doesn't have a word. We're just going to call it these people. <laughs> There's so much a slave that they are now the word for slave. Oh my god. That's a deep cut, man. That is a deep freaking cut. Think about personally, that, that personally like, cuts and, us, Mike. And, and that's not even like that's not even like not even in the English not even in the English around the world. Every language no slave. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's a word. It's literally universal. That transcends language. Oh, I'm sure aliens come here with their own slabs. These are ancestors of the Slavs we took in the 1700s when they, when they were the good ones, man. Fuck. Imagine how healthy those humans would look compared to us, man. Oh, my God. It makes sense, dude, the Slavs. Like, I, if yeah, I have a slave to pick cotton, I want one with a pumpkin head. It kind of just, like, brings him closer to the, the plant. That's right. A natural gravitation to the ground. Yeah. Yeah, that big, round pumpkin head always fucking... I don't know how they keep it up on them skinny necks, dude. <laughs> oh, man. So funny. Wow. Well, she's going to be president uh, maybe in like two weeks, maybe two months. <laughs> so brace yourselves, everybody. Wait for that Paxlovid rebound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I believe it's two weeks, right? And that's when they go down under. <laughs> we got about 13 days. Yeah. And, uh... Stock up on food, water, and ammo, people. It's, it's going to get ugly fast, especially if you're white-skinned. It's over. They're going to round us up, man. Why you sitting in the sun, dude, learning my Spanish? Dude, that's so funny. I've been, like, just sunbathing, right? And everyone lately is like, wow, you're looking really tanned. And I keep saying, I'm preparing. Yeah. Uh, they don't know what I'm talking war. about. Listen, there's going to be a race war, and I've seen the f on the streets protesting. <laughs> if there's a race war, one side has all the guns and bullets, the other one thinks words are violence. Wow. I'm, I'm browning up, baby. That's right, man. Seriously. Adam Carolla, he nails it, dude. It's uh, octagons and safe spaces. That's literally uh, what everyone's going yeah, towards. Yeah, that's what it is, man. That's, that's literally, yeah. There's going to come... Uh, it is getting kind of crazy. Well, especially with the camel coming on board. I'm serious, man. So the reason I found this clip so funny is, uh, did you happen to notice how very like unsure of herself she is? Like how like there's no confidence in the way she's speaking. Dude. She's got the mask on, right? Have it's you 
Did you look at the team she has behind her right now? <laughs> it's pretty Dude, scary. You know how like you know how like her speechwriter quit and everything. The mm-hmm. DNC, bro. They they like bro, what's that? Uh, you know that movie, Killing Me Softly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yo, they brought in the Brad Pitt. Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> Is that what the right movie? I no. think I know what you're talking about, but uh, I'm not. I'm just saying sure. they brought in the elite of the elites to come help this chick, like with her speech writing, the speeches and everything. The speeches. So that right there, that's not the people writing what she's saying. That's her deli- That's all her delivery. Yeah, dude. I. Uh, it's not just that. Is um, you asked me earlier, like, why she keep like leaning on some like one word, and I think she loses her place, and she like ad libs or uh, oh, shoots from the hip. Her, like... She starts freestyling, and uh, right. I think it just uh, it doesn't work. Like I said, Mike, she just doesn't have the uh, cultural uh, background to pull that kind of stuff off. Yeah. All right. It's not like she dated Tupac. She dated Montel Williams. (laughs) You're right. You're right. (laughs) Is there any way we can swap her out for one of Tupac's girlfriends? (laughs) (laughs) At least they'd be able to ad-lib a a little better on a... On the fly, oh. you know. <laughs> I guarantee you, they got better titties too. Better to look at. <laughs> like at this point, I'll take a stripper. At least she's better to look at. Please. I mean, it's going to be equal performance. No way. Right? She's not being revealing right now. She's obviously had work done by Nancy Pelosi's guy. You know it, dude. Come on. <laughs> dude, she's gonna take her top off. It's the same tits. Gonna... <laughs> same color and everything. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> like four weeks away from her having the eyebrows. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, Nancy's probably co- like, I, I tell you, I swear to God, this is perfect. You're going to get the <laughs> eyebrows, and I love you. You're going to go, they, they call it virus. You're going to be a virus all over Twitter. It's going to be great. <laughs> Tits and eyebrows, man. That's the Democratic Party. Yeah, well, and hey, folks, uh, you know, the conservative, the right side, the Republican Party, if you want to know what they're all about, give it to me, Matt Gates. Is it safe to say that based off of your comments, you're suggesting that these women at these abortion rallies are ugly and overweight? Yes. <laughs> what do you say to people who think that those comments are offensive? Be offended. Yeah! <laughs> Salute. My hat's off to you, uh, yes. you American patriot, Matt Gates. I had no idea you had that kind of fire under your problem? belt. What is the problem with the Republican men that, like, they're just so unlikable? <laughs> I just do not like that guy, right? But yes. that is fucking great stuff. Yes. Dude. I love the shit you say. Absolutely. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, no, Matt Gates is... He's a frat. He's a frat boy. He's he's, he's 
just he's the drunk dude with the belt around his forehead, you know, and he's pantless yeah. and he's just I don't know I don't know who said it, but I think they were actually one hundred percent right. You know how like there's that big shift between uh like when you're younger, mo- a lot you're younger, you're a Democrat, and then you kind of switch to Republican as you get older. If you're not and, a uh, liberal, as uh, if you're not a liberal when you're young, you don't have heart. heart yeah, if you're not a conservative about. when you're older, you don't have a brain. No brain, but really, Whatever I think what like happens that. is uh, this one guy nailed it. He said there's this big thing with Democrats and like, and they're right. Like in my twenties, you want to vote for the guy that you would want to have a beer with, right? Right, and M- Matt Gates is the douche I want to punch in the face after four beers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. he's the douche I want to punch in the face right now. <laughs> Dude, seriously, and uh, Rand Paul, throw yourself in that little uh, circle. Rand Paul, like, Tom, Ted, Cruz. Ted Cruz, yeah. Dude. All, <laughs> all Lindsey Graham. Lindsay, uh, well, Lindsey Graham, you'd have to be a gentleman and slap well, him. You can't yeah. punch yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lady like Lindsey, you treat her with respect. Okay. <laughs> Always respect Lady G, Mike. Open hand slap. <laughs> you, he gets respect, the Will Smith. Respect the lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but you know what I mean. And then <laughs> you get to a point where you're like, okay, yeah, this is a douchebag. I would never want to have a beer with him. Absolutely. I don't want him anywhere near my family. But I, I, I agree with him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, be offended. Yeah, you are fat, disgusting slobs. Talking about killing babies is the greatest thing in the world. Like, yeah. get the fuck out of here. You know, but to be honest, I don't think I'd really want to have a beer with Trump. No, he's again, he'd I wouldn't be a blowhard yeah. douchebag. I wouldn't want to hang out with that guy for longer than five minutes, honestly. Would you really with Bi- dude, Biden, Trump? I wouldn't want anyone, either one of them, near my seven year old daughter. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's so but, funny. You're not, we're but there's <laughs> one I would want running my country and one I don't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> wow. You know, I don't know. No, no, I totally agree. I am. I was just running through my head. Is there, in your mind, a Democratic contender that you would want to have a beer with, or could? Right. No, and that's why there used to be that. That's what they used to be. You had Al Franken. You had right. Bill Clinton. Yeah. You had. Uh, you know what I mean. You had the guys that were. Who Who did they got now that you would? Re- you gotta go have a beer with. If I go have a beer with Gavin Newsom, I gotta work four weeks just to pay that beer. <laughs> That's right, because you're at French Laundry and the beer costs you 120 dollars. <laughs> can't even afford the fucking napkin to wipe my fucking face, dude. Get out of here. You gotta take you to some place where you gotta tip the dude in the bathroom. If I gotta tip a dude in the bathroom, this bar's not yeah, for me. That's exactly right. <laughs> Gavin Newsom sucks. I would never trust drinking anything next to fucking American Psycho, dude. He'd fucking spike your drink, take you up to his abandoned apartment up in the high rise, and kill you with an axe. Very slow. He would be very slow. <laughs> While listening to you know, Huey Lewis in the news, Mike, you know uh, the story. We all know how it goes. Oh, uh, he'd kill you so slow. He'd jerk off on you like four times. Oh, my like, God. With your blood. He's that guy. <laughs> never losing that fucking smile. And his hair would never lose Perfect. the fucking That's shit, right. you know? Yeah, That would be like, you'd be sitting there bleeding to death for four days. Be like, when does the hair move? It'd be the most torturous part of the whole thing. <laughs> There's blood all over his face. How did it not get on the hair? What is on there? <laughs> Just a perfect sheen, and everything bounces off. 
Yeah, they're. Uh, He's I don't know creepy. who is, who is a Democrat that's like a, for the people. I'm, I'll even that. go at it with this way: Is there even a Republican you could go have a beer with? DeSantis. Goodbye. Yeah. I could have a. I could have a couple Manhattans or you know. Couple martinis with DeSantis. I don't think he's a beer guy. Do you? I gotta change my mind, man. Well, now I'm, I'm now because I, I kind of drink the I drink the Texas Kool Aid, man. Ah, uh, I'm all about Ted Cruz, dude. I love. I would have a beer with Ted Cruz. Lately, I would say I would also have probably a beer with Ted Cruz. I think he's gonna make a run, dude. I think this is his best time. Wow. I honestly, I think he. Sh- I don't know. I we played the clip. In the previous episode, man, um, he's so smart. Yeah, I but know. I think it is going to be the Trump DeSantis show. But Trump looks yeah. like shit. I think he sounds really low energy, honestly. It's the shots. It is the shots, for sure. It's made everybody low energy. It's really weird. Yeah, that'd be a weird run. I find it to be a weird idea. I've thrown it out there many times. Mike, you know uh, I love to make some memes here and there. A few of my memes have included the <laughs> old Ronnie boy and Trumpy palling around. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, uh, I actually think it's, um, it's DeSantis time. I think the country wants him. Yeah. You know what I think happened, man, to be honest with you? Hmm. The January 6th committee? Yeah. It, it, it worked, but it was the worst thing that ever happened for you Democrats. I think it worked not in the sense that you're going to prosecute Trump and get him. Like, that's the dumbest thing. Everybody knew that was dumb from the beginning. Yeah. But I, th- I think you really pushed the people to the point where they're like, all right, I just don't care. And I think now enough Republicans realize, even if Trump is the best guy, right, they're never going to stop. If you don't have the House and the Senate, even if they just have the House, they're going to impeach him every year. You know what I mean? Like, it's just going to be the same circus. Yeah. No, no, I agree. And and, and, and that's why you see the numbers for Trump going down and the numbers for DeSantis going up. Dude. I think the Jan 6 (laughs) committee kind of worked. It did in a way. I agree, actually. Uh, I kind of joked about it a while back, but I was just like, please stop. Like, I'm just so tired of hearing it. And, like, I, I think, like... That was the point. That's why they were going to drag it out forever and do it over and over and over again. And now we will go over 187 minutes. You know? And it's just like, wow, dude. And I think you're right. I think it's, it's not a reminder of how kind of annoying their pursuit of Trump was, but it was a reminder that if he comes back, they will, they will double down what they did the time before. I think they wanted this to be like, look at this is Trump, and then we're gonna prosecute Trump. He's not even allowed to run. Or and then this <laughs> is a this is a reflection on the entire Republican Party. Right. I don't see but it. I think it, it, that didn't work for the, me. That's the backfire, right? Yeah, so that is. This really just got people to be like, okay, we see the writing on the wall. We don't even want Trump. We don't want to deal with the headaches anymore that yes. you guys are gonna do. But now, now. You got to run up against DeSantis. I was just going to say, how about a fair fight? How about a fair fight? So, 
So now you got to run up against the guy who hasn't sexually harassed anybody. You don't have it on taste and grab the pussy. He's not this multi-million dollar international corporation guy. He's got the but cancer survivor what do you wife. Have on this guy? Like, come on, man. Yeah, cancer survivor wife who's worth three hundred thousand dollars has student loans himself, but says you shouldn't. You know? Oh, we're checking all the boxes. Yeah. Like, dude. What you're running up against him as no, no. MAGA 2.0. No. They want to do MAGA, MAGA 2.0. <laughs> That's what they keep trying. It doesn't work. Right. <laughs> because <laughs> and the one, the one thing about Trump, which was it's actually amazing if you really look at it, uh, the 2016 election, the fact that tr- Donald Trump won the Republican primary, and then won presidency, dude. Everybody knows he's not a religious man, but he won the evangelicals overwhelmingly, right? Well, because religion and all other topics fall behind one topic and one issue, freedom. Well, they cared more about uh, the Holy Land. I'm telling you, man. And like supporting well, without without. They care more about supporting Israel versus. Uh, they just don't want uh, Muslims. I'm, I think there's just something big about constitutional freedom, and Trump is a was always a big proponent of that. And without our constitutional freedoms, you can't practice your religion. And we actually saw that right. occur you know on Donald local Trump levels. Was the, you know what Donald Trump was the master of that the Democrats don't understand. No. He looks at every issue, right? Yeah. And he goes, what's the issue here? The Gaza Strip, the Jews? Right. How many people support the Jews? Oh, okay, okay. How many support the Palestinians? Oh, oh. shit. Okay, we're going to support the Jews. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's all about the ratings. He does everything based on the ratings. <laughs> what's, what's the issue about the schools? Okay, how many support the trans? Okay, how many don't? Yeah, we're not going to support the trans. Yeah, no, no trans. No more trans. <laughs> no, that is Donald Trump in a nutshell. Like, that man has run companies. He knows how to, like... Yeah, he reads the polls. He's, he's into the ratings. He watches what people are watching on TV. He's got his finger <laughs> on the pulse. On the pulse, yes. Whereas these other yeah. jackasses are... Uh, they are so disconnected. To the minority, dude. <laughs> yeah, well, they live in their own bubbles, man. That's the problem, That's, yeah. honestly. And, and so, I don't know. I I think Trump just connected with a lot of people because he was in, in my opinion, an old school politician, man. Yeah. He did it uh, the way they used to. Uh, that was, yeah, that is kind of right. The yeah. blowhard, the kind of... <clears throat> we talked about it, uh, I think, a week ago or so. Or I think you nailed it. Where, like, if you take him back in time, he is that old-time guy who just went out there and gave 45, 90-minute speeches. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Seriously. Yeah. He would step up on the podium. Oh, a speaker doesn't work? I'll shout it out. And just talk, like, from... I don't know. Say oh, yeah. what you want about the guy, man. He's speaking his mind. That's he's my no. I'm heart. telling you, he's like, like what did I always say, Mike? No, Trump's not a liar. He he will uh, brutally, he's honestly, sometimes. he's wrong, but he will brutally, <laughs> yeah. honestly tell you what's yeah. going on, and and yes, <clears throat> that's what we got out of the out of him, and that's unlike all politicians, even the Ted. Yeah, because that's the difference there. between being a liar and being wrong. I can forgive you for being wrong, right? I like, I I can't forgive you for lying. Absolutely. I misinformed, forgiven. Purposely uh, trying to mislead me. Now we have an, this is another issue. We have a problem here. Yeah. 
I don't like right. you. <laughs> you know? I think you, I think you kind of right, man. But I think that's why they'll have a hard time pinning the. Well, so De- uh, DeSantis is hitting all the Trump notes, which is he's brutally honest. He's telling you like it is, and he speaks for all the people, including myself, who felt trapped, surrounded yeah. by liberals during COVID. Right. It, it was as after, if, dude, that was the worst time. Yeah. January, like, dude, after they took over, holy shit! Because they I was controlled about losing my job. Well, dude, they controlled. Worried. They controlled the media. They controlled all yeah. advertising on the streets. They were controlling the minds of your neighbors, your family members, people you work with, and all of a sudden, right? Like, you feel like you're all alone on this island, and nobody agrees with you, and you feel crazy. Like, what happened to all our freedoms? Is this nuts? I yeah, feel like I'm nuts. Right? And then all of a sudden, there's one politician, a governor in Florida saying exactly what you're thinking it's wonderful yeah it felt good and it i really did. i'm telling you mike this election and the next one coming and probably the next one after that is going to be a uh referendum on the actions of the politicians during the pandemic i really believe yeah, even the economy so. right now has nothing to do with it because i think people have are a little bit wiser now and they've kind of uh i think they're aware that these outrageous decisions that we made during the pandemic are why we're here right now. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we're in like the most fucked up economy ever. Yeah, and definitely has the to do with all up, that. The, we printed, what, 40% of all the money we've ever uh, printed in like the last two years, you know, whatever it is. Dude, I heard, uh, dude, I heard uh, the worst thing I ever heard today. I, never, I didn't even think about it, right? Mm-hmm. So you know how the Biden administration is kind of like changing... The definition of recession. They did it because, yes, they did it today. Yeah. So a lot of people are saying it's because they don't want to look bad and everything. <laughs> yeah. Right? No, right. Dude, I heard this economist talk about how it's, it really has nothing to do with images. They just don't want people to realize what's really going on is the Fed is about to raise the interest rate, right? Right. So the whole reason the Fed raises the interest rate is to make it harder to borrow money. It puts less money into the economy. It, it stops inflation, right? Yeah. <laughs> the whole reason to, to stop inflation is to prevent the recession. And the Fed does, they raise the rates, and they will purposely start a recession in order to stop the f- inflation, right? Right. The problem with these numbers coming out is the Fed is raising the interest again, and they have to keep raising the interest because inflation is still out of control, but we're already in the recession. Wow. So, do you get what I'm saying there? Yeah. So <clears throat> we're drowning. They're trying, <laughs> so, they're, they're, they're trying to start a recession to stop the inflation, but we're already in a recession. Yeah, so I, what I'm... <laughs> What I'm picturing is uh, there's a guy drowning, uh, which is the economy, and the government goes to throw the life preserver out, uh, but the guy has already drank the water, it's gone into his lungs, and he's sinking down to the bottom of the ocean, and then the life preserver lands on top of the water and just floats there. (laughs) Yeah. And so we're dead, right? Aren't we dead? (laughs) That's what I'm trying to say. We're dead. I think no, we're but dead. it's like even worse. It's even worse than that because it's like a America's scenario. Dead. Like, <laughs> you know 
what I think happened. It's, it's I like, think, no, no, it's I more think like, somebody no, gave no, boosters Frank, to the economy. Frank, it's it's more like your uh, your house starts on fire, right? Oh yeah. And I show up and I go, but Frank, all I have is a chemical fire extinguisher. All right. So your house is on fire, <laughs> but we're gonna start a chemical fire. Oh, I'm gonna turn. I'm gonna turn it into a chemical fire so that I can put it out with this one fire extinguisher that oh, I nice. have. Okay, let's you do know it. what I yeah. mean. But you're like, no, but it's already on fire. <laughs> you know? Double fire. And, and I'm just like, yeah, but I'm gonna throw this chemical fire on top of it and then put that out with this fire extinguisher. We'll see if that puts the whole thing out. Nice. That's literally what they're they're doing here. Wow. Well, first of all, folks. I'm an idiot. Number no, one you're not. And for, uh, first and foremost. <laughs> Mine number, probably didn't even make sense. Number either, so. two, uh, we're doing our recession saving technique post recession, is what you're saying. And it's. No, no, no. They started doing it before. The whole point of them raising the rate was to prevent the recession. Yeah, well, they, I, they did it twice before it happened. They did it to start a recession to stop inflation. The problem is we were already in a recession. And inflation is still out of hand. So that means you have to just pretty much what's going to happen now is you're going to see just a dramatic increase. You're going to see crazy unemployment hit. Yeah. No one's going to be hiring. Right. No, they're already doing it. They're cutting down investment investments. Yeah, no, I I, we've been seeing it everywhere out here. A lot of places closing down like overnight even. Right. You have to. Yeah. You got to fire people so that they go broke and stop spending money. Yeah, well, that's not good. Especially, um, I was going to say, everything's now more expensive. And then people won't have jobs. That is a recipe for, I uh, like to say, disaster! (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I don't know if this is true. I didn't look it up, but I heard, uh, what's that bitch's name, Yellen? Yes. So Yellen, fucking her husband, has a Nobel Prize. <clears throat> Excellent. In economy. In, uh, uh, he's like a Nobel in, Prize winning economics. Economist. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And she is like, she, she, she like wrote the rules and shit for this. Wow. But now she's the one that's coming out and covering up for the Biden administration. Wow. This is like a more powerful so, Pelosi uh, couple. Dude, what do, dude, the most <laughs> Pelosi's <laughs> yeah. nobody because you know about her. <laughs> right. Did you know, did you know oh, about good call. Did you know about Yellen's husband? Did Yellen's husband get pulled over for a DUI? I was going to say, oh, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> I haven't heard about it yet. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah, that's what I mean, dude. That's the bitches that's real and really in charge. You know? Wow, all right. Well, yeah. at least somebody's making money right now. I guess I can be happy <laughs> about that. <laughs> right? Definitely not the plumber, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> struggling out here, man. <laughs> yeah, it's a struggle, no doubt. I would say, you know, gas is down feels good we went to uh king supers and uh you know they have a gas station connected to it kind of thing yeah and we never like use their gas stations and 
we rolled up to it after shopping and we put in our uh like phone number we were able to take off 80 cents per gallon dude no holy shit it was incredible i i'm not kidding dude. we both danced we physically danced around scam. the car while this we gassed scam. up this is a scam i imagine it's worse gas that was my initial take like this no, probably is like 50 percent ethanol you know and frank there's uh you know i go to the weed store right in yeah <laughs> yeah dupage county everything's cheaper i go All out right. there plus my greatest burrito ever dude if you're in Chicago, make your way to Addison, Illinois, El Burrito, Lake Street, in Addison, Illinois. Greatest burrito. Ooh, sponsor, you ever sponsor had. alert. Come on. Oh, sponsor. God. It's so good, you might want to get two. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, sponsor. Yeah, yeah, just one for later, you know? Uh, sometimes I eat them cold. They're fucking good. Wow. And, uh, that was yeah, a great commercial. I, uh, and but I go, end scene. <laughs> but I go out there, dude. I get the burrito, you know, I go to the weed store. Yeah. And uh, the weed, dude, so this it's, it's Addison Road, Addison and Fullerton, the Shell gas station, 549. Right? Wow, man. 3.8 miles north. Addison Road, uh-huh. same town, same everything, right? right? It's a 7-Eleven with a gas station. Yeah. I don't know what it is. 491. Wow. How is that even possible? I think it's just because this one's closer to the highway, so they know they could scam the people and get huh. 540 Good still. Good call. <laughs> yeah. Because all the fucking gas stations closer to the highway right. are like 50, wow. 60 cents more than the ones in the downtown yes, areas I was... of like the local. Thank yeah. you. No, so this one that we went to, first of all, this grocery store we go to now, is way out of the way and in the middle of nowhere. And we found out it was just a way better grocery store. Like they had everything in stock. It wasn't busy. It was very nice and new, less people. Everyone was friendly. And then the gas station. And yeah, dude, way cheaper gas all around. It was the cheapest gas I've I've had in a year. It used to be like, okay, this guy's a little more. He's like five cents. Right. Now you're 50 cents a gallon? No, no, dude, you're ripping people off, dude. Oh, yeah, man. I got a 27-gallon tank, and I'm filling it up twice a week, dude. Go fuck yourself. Well, Mike, why don't you just go uh, green, bruh? Get that yeah, I gotta go electric, electric, bro. An electric van that can carry all my tools, and when I need a fucking 75-gallon water heater, it can carry that. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I was ga- while we were gassing up. Actually, they had one of those little TV screens. The and, pandemic uh, has put on not- hold lives of Zelensky. <laughs> Get out of here! Leave Ukraine. Get out of here, Zelensky! No, taking all my money. <laughs> Fucking guy, always showing up, man. Every TV screen he could find, it's always Zelensky. Yo, he's so desperate for time. God, he's so he, desperate for airtime. He right needs now, money man. so bad, man. It's crazy. So <laughs> that fucking guy. Did you see his new line? Like of clothing? Are you talking about the sleeveless? No, he's no, gone no, sleeveless no, no, now. No, no, yeah. He's no, now no, no, no his sleeve. New, <laughs> his new talking point. His new talking point. <laughs> Dude, we should start a clothing line, Z sleeves. Z sleeves, man. Thing. Where we just sell sleeves, no shirt. It's just the sleeves that you it attach should, to the G- shirt. We could just call it G sleeves. <laughs> uh, Z or Z sleeves. Yeah, it's all for Z. All proceeds no, go but, to Ukraine. But now his new line is all right. This is beautiful. You guys gave us 
you know, so far we've sent like 50, 60 billion. Right. And uh, he's like, thank you. This is great. Now we're doing good defending, but now we need to do some offensive. Oh. So just sent, just, just sent over like another 100 billion of weapons. We'll do a couple offensive attacks. We'll take over this Donjai by Jacques Frisian, whatever the Ooh, fuck, dude. Yeah. Every, Every dude, how many? You're the size of Texas. How many regions are there? <laughs> well, I don't know. How many districts are in Texas? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> Let's ask Ted Cruz. Ted, take it away. <laughs> dude, forty billion dollars. We could pretty much lock down Texas. You know what I mean? Like that's it's not that hard, guys. Like what? No, Mike. What trust me. We've uh, attempted to lock down Texas for uh, two hundred and fifty years, and at this point, it's a totally open border. So uh, <laughs> I have to Touché. argue with you. I don't think it's possible. <laughs> I- <laughs> <laughs> never, never have I conceded an argument so fast. <laughs> and you can thank Joe Biden for that as well, folks. <laughs> Touche. 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 Never since Davy Crockett has that border been more open. That's right. <laughs> There's a vagina right. joke in there somewhere, Mike. I'm just so- not smart enough to make it. <laughs> <laughs> it has something to do with AOC. I just can't put it all together yet. <laughs> oh, you and AOC. I was trying to think his daughter. Oh, daughter. <laughs> oh my God. Woo. Woo. Mike, uh, hey, Mike, That's don't. No, no, it's okay. Pedophilia now according to TED Talks, is A-OK. Yo, what the fuck is going on with Most pedophilia? Most of us feel discomfort when we think about pedophiles. Yeah. But just like pedophiles, we are not responsible for our feelings. What? Oh? We do not choose them. <laughs> Excuse me? But we are responsible for our actions. And we must make a decision. It is in our responsibility to reflect and to overcome our negative feelings about pedophiles. Uh, this is TED Talks, folks. TED Talks, wow. right? Was I right about that? TED yeah, Talks? Dude, yeah, dude, this is TED. This is like, this is what I listened to when I was a liberal. I'm not, I'm not a <laughs> biblical scholar, yeah. but we're in one of those phases or Ugh. levels of hell that they talk about. Uh, I don't know which one. <laughs> and to treat them with the same respect we treat other people with. We should no, no. the pedophiles. No, no. No. <laughs> Why you don't you treat a like pedophile this? with the same respect. <laughs> this is the weirdest clip you've ever sent me, Mike. Like, honestly, I, I was so disgusted yeah. by this. I, I can't even believe they're talking about this shit. Yeah. Are people oh, we gotta let it play. who have not chosen their sexuality and who, unlike most of us, will never be able to live it out freely if they want to lead an upright life. We should accept that pedophilia is a sexual preference. Statistics indicate that there will be... How are there two different people into this? This is mind-blowing, man. One or two oh, yeah, of that's you the best part. This clip is some... two different TED Talks. What the form of pedophilic yeah. interest? These people can't talk about their feelings because they know that they will be hated for it. I truly do believe that every person is longing for love at some point in their life. What if this love that you really wish for 
will forever be impossible. <laughs> that must be a really lonely situation to be in. Oh, my God. Yes. From an emotional point of view, I can kind of understand that you want to, would want to eliminate these people <laughs> from <of>. society. <laughs> However, it doesn't make sense. And that's because we're talking about biology. We're talking about a sexual orientation, something wow. that we simply cannot change. And on top of that, every day, new people are born with the same difficulty. But it's not practical to eliminate these people from society. They haven't done anything wrong. There you go. Dude, the slippery slope is a real. Because remember, like, gay was a thing you couldn't change. You're born with it. Okay, fine. Yes. Yes. But now, pedophile? Dude. So, man, we're... Uh... That's why grooming is now banned from social media platforms. They don't want you to talk about grooming. You can't call them groomers, dude. You guys are literally trying to make it okay to have sex with kids. What <laughs> yeah. is going on here? Why? Why do you guys obsess over having sex with kids? I don't understand the obsession with the left. That is... No, I'm not going to treat a pedophile with the same respect and <laughs> yeah, dignity man. that I treat... <laughs> This man who has a wife and kids, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? And doesn't fuck them. You know yes. what I mean? Like, no, no, no. Do you guys not understand what makes a society a society? When you get rid of cops, you stop enforcing small crimes. You know what I mean? You start allowing pedophilia. No, we're no longer a society. That right. is unbelievable. Yeah, man. What do you think is going to happen from this? I well, first of all, what I find interesting that I don't know how old these clips are, first of all, uh, but just the fact that they're around is mind blowing. That's number one. Number two, a lot of information is on the verge of coming out about Hunter Biden and his little friend, Pedo Pete. Uh yeah. <laughs> who happens uh. to be in the White House. <laughs> Not sure if people realize <laughs> no, this. This was, going, this was going on before Biden, though, man. These well, guys are really, they're all pedophiles. I don't know what that is. I don't, oh, it's well, something to do with power. The, the second you are uh, put into a position of power or you're going to be at some point, they're, I don't know why, but you go to Epstein Island or whatever it is, man. They, <laughs> they literally. You want kids? You want to fuck kids? Is that what, I don't know. I've maybe sometimes thought you, some of these guys don't want to, but they're forced to. Right? Oh, you want to be president? We need these compromising images. That, I, I mean, yeah, I, I'm sure that does happen, but dude. No, these guys are sickos, man. You know what it is. Yeah, you're trying to... <laughs> creeps, psychopaths, psychopaths, sociopaths, these people are the ones that do whatever it takes to ascend to the highest levels of power. And that's why we're dealing yeah, with that's this. that's what it is. Yeah, that's really what it is. You know? People who want to live a simple life, be kind, be a good person help the community, they don't go to Washington, D.C., man. They go out to, you know, a small town and establish their own little <laughs> life, you know? Nobody who thinks they're good enough to be president is a good enough man to be president. Wow. <laughs> right? That's why they had to force George Washington to take the role. Yeah. And the reason, he, the reason they picked the title president was because it was supposed to be, like, almost a derogatory term. Like, you weren't a king. You were just the pro. What is a president? It was supposed to be, like, a nobody. It was a service. Yeah. 
You were um, a you servant know, of the people. Servant yeah. of the people, man. Yeah. Oh, it's gross. I tell you what. Oh, yeah. Well, if you want to change the game, you have to make it so these people don't make money when they're <laughs> it's like it has to be a real service where you have enough money put aside where you can burn four years or eight years, depending on how, you know, how much you got on the side. Right. But dude, that clip is unbelievable. They're, they're saying pedophilia is just a sexual preference. Yeah, I, I think it was always like, going that, that yeah, way. It's a it's a, it's a very it's a gross it's gross. Dude, and it harms <laughs> the it harms kids. What, 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 what? No, no, we're not going to you can't normalize that, man. Where did normal normal men don't want to fuck little kids. <laughs> I know, thank you. Right? And, and my whole question about this is where did the uh drag queen story hour come from? Yeah, why is that even a thing? Why For kids? Why did the kids stuff with the LGBTQ <sighs> XYZ why did all of that come together? And now all of a sudden, Mike, in the limelight, man, they're celebrating at this point. Or maybe we're just talking about it, right? We're embracing it. We're almost at celebration for uh pedophilia, man. They're into it. Yeah, that's gross. This is a, a, a bizarre decline Oof. in our society. However, uh, you uh, enlightened me that in the Middle East, this is a pretty common thing and pretty open. Pedophilia? Yeah. Yeah. Middle East is a weird place. Well, there you go. <laughs> Mike, so is, the, uh, so is America, baby. Woo! No, no, but here's the thing, right? There's a that's why that's why I always say we need even though I'm not a religious man we need to treasure that Judeo Christian Western civilization. Mike, I don't because, know if you're uh, up to date on what the church is doing yeah. these days with the kids, but uh, sounds like they at least they did it behind like, closed doors. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> they preached that it was bad while they did it. That, oh, that's totally different. do uh, do as I say. Say, not yeah. as I do. Yes, right. that's right. The Lord told me to fuck kids, oh, not God. you. Okay. Oh my God. Now that I think <sighs> about it, it's weird how this pedophilia stuff is uh, in politics. It's in our government. It's in the Vatican. Um, it's all over uh, Downing Street and uh, in the UK. That's weird. It's in the palace, yeah. right? The they had to sacrifice one of their own to get the press off of them, uh, <laughs> Prince Andrew. <laughs> Cast is that the really field? the only goal is to like get rich and powerful so you could fuck kids like i don't get I don't, is well that, uh there's is that why we'll never be rich because we don't have that urge to fuck kids so we're like yeah i'm possible. happy with the middle class yeah. life That's right. <laughs> i'd rather fuck this old bag than uh yeah. deal with whatever that shit is <laughs> Is that how that works? I again, uh, so you know me, Mike, conspiracy uh, theorist extraordinaire, and I believe it has everything to do with the adrenochrome that the elites like to consume, and the way you get it, right? You have to take it from the pineal gland, and you need to take it at a moment of extreme fear. So, uh, in order for it to be the best stuff, right? And I think that uh, that's what they use these kids for mostly, and I think the sexual abuse is part of the fun for them. 
these are evil people, man. I mean, they're into sacrificing Maybe, children yeah, to Moloch and, uh, you know, all that other yeah, stuff, right? Know. And Baal and, you know, they're, uh, whatever, you know, they're, they're into the, they're into the secret society, uh, sacrificial devil worship stuff and they're into banging kids apparently. And so I have to imagine that those have some connection and they're related in some way and, Look at these people, man. Look how sick they look. I, I always tell Emma when we're seeing these creatures on TV, like, uh, either they've sold their souls to the devil and this is the price you pay, you just decay on the outside, but you live forever, right? Or they're lizard alien bug people from <laughs> Venus. There's no other explanation for how these people look the way they do. <laughs> No, they've used the dark force too many times. That's what it is. Yeah, we'll you see. Know, as you That's use right. it, 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 Mike. It ages. Yeah. You're savvy with the Star Wars, I noticed. No, yeah, right, you know, yeah. I didn't know. Right. I might keep that Disney Plus subscription. All right. That's I was born, you know what they say? <laughs> he was born in the 80s. I'm probably your papa. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Great song. Wow. It was a deep cut. I like it. Born in the 80s, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the 80s, you loved the Star Wars. Huh? Actually, I think if you were born anywhere between the 80s and now, there's a very good chance uh, your dad is Elon Musk, from what I've been reading. <laughs> Should look into that. Get a little money out of that action. <laughs> Or Nick Cannon, depending on yeah, Dark or you Nick are. Cannon. Yeah, check way. your tan. Either way, yeah. you're African. But... <laughs> that's right. Yes, that's right. Oh my God. Yeah, you still get Either that way, African status. You get affirmative status. action. Don't oh, worry. Like yeah, Nick Cannon's giving you nothing. All right, but you want the Elon card, but you'll settle for the uh, Nick Cannon. I like that. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about that because uh, that chick just gave birth to that kid. Nick Cannon's like ninth child or whatever. I swear uh, Nick Cannon's in the teens, if I'm not mistaken. Probably. It doesn't matter. I know. They're all talking about it. Like, nobody's really talking about Elon Musk's kid, because you know that kid's going to be all right. Like, you know? As in, uh, yeah, he'll have an education, uh, three square meals a day, probably a nice house, I imagine. Beautiful house. Beautiful house. Yeah. Best education. How many women and how many kids are we talking about here with Elon Musk? Honestly, like, I... (laughs) I, I the rumors sound like this man has populated like a small tiny like country essentially. I, I would if I had that money, dude, I would have an island. It would be just, you know. Would you be like, like concub- concubine island? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude, it'd be like all my women with their with the you know, their kids would have a school. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Well, hey man, we know I mean oh, famously we you know what I mean? <laughs> what all the all these um leaders of the world like like, genghis khan did that like come on man yeah but i always think about like uh i don't want to i don't want to be mean to the women (laughs) come on i'm sure sure the women feel the same way about the man we're like you know like you get to a point in a relationship where like sometimes you're like i'm just gonna go to the bar before i go home you know (laughs) i just need a couple hours you know what i mean Imagine, that's just one woman. Imagine you had like 40. God damn. That's really funny. Uh, we used to go to this bar, uh, the Dark Horse, every Sunday to watch the Bears games. And there was a bunch of Bears fans there. And one guy I would see there all the time that Emma knew from another job. She had known him for a few years, longer than I did. Um, 
he would always go there with his uh, wife. It would always be the two of them. You'd see them everywhere, always. And every Sunday, they'd be there together. And one Sunday, it was just him sitting there, right? And he was just hanging, and we said hello, and, you know, did some chit-chat. And then Emma asked, you know, where his wife was. And he stops and pauses, looks deep into his glass, and says, You know, after eight years... Sometimes you need a moment alone. <laughs> Finished his beer, excused himself, and he went out and smoked a cigarette. I was like, wow, that's, that was awesome. Emma didn't know how to really take it. She, you know, and I was like, no, no, no. I like that. That, like, that man's speaking the truth right now. Sometimes you just need time alone. And it's hard enough to get away from one woman. <laughs> After eight years, nothing to talk Imagine about. You need some time alone. Imagine you had 40. Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, I don't know. I think they're still together. I hope so. They seemed like a lovely couple at the time, but, you know. Well, yeah. This was pre-COVID. Dude, in my, <laughs> in my experience, though, those are always the couples that make it. It's the ones that are on Twitter and Facebook and all happy, and every time you see them, they're great. Those are the ones that divorce. The ones who are always doing well, you're saying they're... In the worst Better put it on the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who's like, please, somebody take my wife. You know? <laughs> that guy stays married for 40 years. Until <laughs> he has a heart attack at the fucking carpet store. That's right. And this is after the second booster. So be careful, everybody. Watch yeah. out for that third booster. It's coming at you this fall. Don't forget. <laughs> oh man oh, alright well we're at the hour break so uh, you, you want to take oh, that yeah. break and then we'll come back we'll talk some boosters and Fauci and uh, monkey pox uh, oh, we got mon- monkey pox we're going to go right into monkey pox probably I uh, swear to god you guys might want to get the preparation age ready <laughs> your buttholes are going to hurt <laughs> mine's already burning to be totally honest <laughs> <laughs> 